Hello and welcome to Appetite for Production, the only really sexy music technology production podcast. Isn't that right, James Russell? Put your clothes back on, Tim. I know I won't. Um, who are you, James? Uh, my name is James Russell. I write articles about plugins and music software and do reviews and tutorials and stuff like that. How's that for you, Tim? That's pretty good, mate. And I'm basically exactly the same. My name's Tim Cant, and I make these days. I just make a load of videos for various music tech companies. Sometimes I make some tunes. And what is this that everyone's listening to? This appetite for production, baby. One one quick question. Yeah. Before we get started, James, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay. If you don't mind. Favourite James Bond theme? Uh, possibly Live and Let Die, although my my perception of my own opinion is coloured because I was listening to it yesterday. Oh, really? And why? What? GoldenEye is great. What, the Tina Turner one? Yeah. That's a kind of unusual choice. Oh, man, you have not listened to that. Spy Who Loved Me. It's a classic. I can't even remember that one. Um, uh, the World Is Not Enough. Good. Really? Yep. This is really surprising. Well, what me. are yours? Living Daylights or something? Um, <laughs> uh, no. Balland. I like uh, License to Kill by Gladys oh, Knight. No, no, I do as well. That, that, was, uh-huh. that was pretty good. It uses the, uh, the Bond progression very well. Yeah, mate. It's a fantastic bit of music. True. And Gladys Knight is an incredible vocalist. Uh, worst one. I think that's quite easy. Oh, God. Um, it must be one of the recent ones, but I've purposefully not listened to them. No, actually. It's the man with the golden gun. Oh, what? Is it Twiggy? Is it that one or something? I think so. It's no, no, Lulu, Lulu is it? Oh. Oh, Lulu. I, I guess Twiggy wasn't a singer. The man with the golden gun. It's absolutely awful. Yeah, it's not great. And that's a shame because that is a, that's a half-decent Bond film. Am yeah, I right? true, true, true. Well, we're going to come back to this topic later, James, <laughs> in a very oblique way. If you uh, check out our spin-off podcast, Bond Themes I Like and Bond Themes I Don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a long, long-running series for some reason. <laughs> Shall we just get on with Appetite uh, for Production? I think we really better had. Everyone's already stopped listening. Boom! Well, Tim, have you been up to anything crazy in the last couple of weeks? Nah, mate, just working pretty standard. Literally nothing interesting has happened. Okay, I've been doing a few thingies. Oh, okay. What sort of thingies? One of the things I've been working on is uh, quite interesting, actually. I, I thought, oh, I'll be the judge of that. Carry right. on. So I'm doing an article for Loopmasters, which is more of a sort of contenty. You know, it's an article. It's not like, hey, here's a bunch of sample packs. It's an article. You're writing an article. Yes. Who authorised that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Carry on. The article is going to be called, I, I tweaked the name a couple of times, it's going to be called The Best Plugins in the World Right Now. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, you've certainly got it down to like a sort of a very succinct, descriptive thing there. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It sounds like it's going to be a fucking clickbaity listicle. Yeah, why not? They're easy to make and people seem to love them for some reason. But as soon as I started to write it, I thought, hang on, okay, I can go ham with this shit. Oh, okay. I and love ham. I think, we, uh, I think we did a bit of back and forth on email where I wanted you to suggest things because it's actually quite easy to forget some plugins. You know, there are a lot of plugins out there. Yeah, in fact, I f- forgot we had this entire conversation, but it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> yeah. You can be like, oh yeah, okay, Serum and this and that and the other. 
and uh, maybe uh, Diva and blah, blah, blah. And then you can get a list and you can realize, oh, yeah, that massive thing that everyone loves. I forgot about that completely. Mm, uh, mm. So I, I went into it quite slowly and started making the list. And uh, basically, I want this to be a sort of definitive list of the best plugins in the world. Mm. And I want it to update every year. I want it to be as far mm. away from a dodgy listicle article as possible. Well, yes, but the thing is, there's no absolute way to judge what the best plugins are in the world. There is going to be some element of uh, subjectivity in there. I can imagine all the comments are just going to be like, and what about the beta moment? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is always, 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 always going to divide opinion. And uh, also, I wanted to get the name right. Uh, I've called it the best plugins in the world right now. Mm. Because, you know, if I called it the best plugins ever, ever which is what I was thinking of calling it, uh, it would have been it would have been like, you know, you'd have to have Silent One in there. You might have to have like Yuhi Triple Cheese, Steinberg Modley. Hang on a minute. Tri- a, okay, A, Triple Cheese has never been one of the best plugins. I mean, it's good and everything. Don't get me wrong. Love Uhi. Silent One is still one of the best plugins in the world, mate. I won't hear anything said against it. <sighs> okay, it, it certainly was at one point. And this is this is what I say. It's going to divide opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's in the top uh, in the top ten anymore. Okay. Like if you were recommending what someone were to buy mm. new, if they ten were just copies into of it, Silence One, boom, <laughs> simple. You wouldn't recommend Silence One because it's like it's great and everything, and it's it's for the ages. And if this article was the best plugins ever, mm-hmm. ever, it's going in there. Sure, I see what you're saying. I mean, I guess Serum. Similarly priced, a uh, lot more capable. Yeah. If you look at uh, classic stuff like uh, Own Boys stuff, uh, like which, which are the most classic Own Boys? Oh my God. Um, Own Force, I would have said, but that, that was the Omicide, I guess, as well. Fromage. Fromage. You know, quad Fromage. Quad Fromage. There's, there's stuff like that. Mm. but you wouldn't necessarily recommend it these days. No. I want this to be current. I want to update it every year. I want people to fucking take me right to task on it. Oh, God. Like, oh. Why don't you put this one in, you prick? Okay, okay. Um, maybe you are a masochist. Maybe I am. <laughs> I, just, I just want to argue with people. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Would you like to hear my list of the top in the end i went for top 15 plugins in the world okay well i guess i don't have any choice so uh let's do it this is going to divide opinion because i uh, it's even got my own opinion divided let me give you <laughs> wow let me give you the top uh the top three of them three of these 15 are free mm. let me give you those first okay okay you've got spitfire labs that's not a plugin. It is a plugin. It's not one plugin. It's it's actually. I guess they're all different patches in the same plugin. Exactly. Aren't they? Okay. Okay. And okay. All of them are completely free, making mm. it incredible value for no money. Infinite value for money. Yeah, mate. Um, span. Oh hell yeah! You can't it's not the, have span. It's the all-time greatest plugin ever, mate. Um, yeah, for sure. What's the other free one that I stuck in there? Uh, Ott. Oh, well, I mean, it's a total rip-off of something that's already in Ableton, but absolutely fair enough, I guess. Some people, I hate to break this to you. Don't use Ableton. Don't use Ableton. They're mental. Okay, so that's three out of the 15. And, you know, this list is still not completely fixed and in 
years ahead it may change oh my god okay so you're gonna do like point point revisions of it and stuff uh well it'll probably change to be called like updated for 2020 or something yeah right okay so what are the obvious ones that are going in there uh serum yep uh contact uh i'm not going for contact omnisphere i love omnisphere and divar yeah i mean the god also known as diva i think the contact is it feels like it has to be in there just because all like it is the industry standard for romplers but this is your list i see what you mean i tell you what i have put reactor in there yes i Um, mean they're very different and reactor should be in there they do give you i mean reactor basically is infinite possibility right Mm. do anything in there there's a lot of free stuff in the user library and a lot of uh, effects and instruments that you can only use in contact stop talking stop talking no stop talking okay contact is more important than ott that's probably true i there i've said it yeah no, that's put it in perspective. Contact has to go in there. It does have to go in there. But I'm really sorry to derail this. But I'm not putting massive in there. <gasps> what are you putting in instead? Are you putting any NI synths in there? No. <gasps> How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Apart from Reactor, I guess. I think you're right. I probably probably should put contact in there. I think you should. I think OTT is good. Yeah, it's not a legendary, is it? It's not like Contact that has been a st- industry staple for a decade and a half now. <laughs> industry staple. Mm, delicious industry staple. Yeah, I think it's had so much effect on the industry. That, But, however, then again, you can also get Contact Player and play a, use a lot of the things you can use in Contact. No, but why Why would you? You can't use it as a, as a sampler like you can with Contact. Mm, that's true. Okay. Plus, a million be- billion people have it because it's incomplete. Okay, let's move on to drums. Oh, okay. Now, I've got to preface this by saying, I don't use any drum uh, instruments. That's okay. There are places you can go. <laughs> what other drum instruments you've chosen? I've gone for XO. Okay, a new a new jack. It's it's new. It's the newest thing in this, um, but I think it deserves it. It's it's pretty fucking definitive. And you're giving it a kiss and a hug. Yeah. Uh, and what are the other kind of drums? Real drums. Real drums. Which one have I gone for? Oh, freaking um, addictive! I would have thought. Uh, superior. Oh my god. Superior drama three. The thing is superior is superior, but addictive's just so addictive, mate. You know what I'm saying? It's just hard to pick between them. I can't endorse uh companies getting people addicted to drums. Mm. Also, isn't XO by XLN audio as well? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's purely on the strength of the plugin, not uh how many companies are featured. <laughs> uh, X- I tell you what else they do this good is RC twenty retro coming. <laughs> Serum and OTT were in here, so you know. Mm, um, oh yeah, 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 right. I think I'm saying superior drama three, but I like the fact that this is gonna divide opinion. This mate, the thing is there's no like the thing is Exactly There's no way you can't divide opinion, yeah. You can't make a definitive list. But this is my uh this is my take. Mm. Okay, moving on. Isotope vocal synth. Not something I would have chosen. It's real hot right now, Tim. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. For vocal, creative vocal effects. 
which yes, that's produces, produces need, mm. realistically, unless you're making some techno or something, you're pretty much going to need vocals, and you're going to need them to be better than everyone else's vocals. Well, no, I don't really use that vocals that much. <laughs> if I did, I probably wouldn't even be using the vocal synth on them. That said, it does seem like a pretty freaking powerful <laughs> plugin. It is pretty great. Um, I That's probably low-hanging fruit to take out next year, if it isn't in such a sort of loved and popular phase yeah i mean i would have gone for neutron personally that's the thing i considered neutron um do you know what i did go with what did you go with neutrons bigger less well-paid brother that doesn't get as much work because he chose the wrong career ozone oh i think i think ozone is a big deal i Uh, think people love yeah and it's more historically great and it's a version it's probably soon going to be at version nine so it's got a lot of stuff in it yeah, that's fair enough. So that's why I didn't choose Neutron. Because, yeah, it's good. And mm. we'll talk about it later because the new version is out. <gasps> but I went with Ozone because I think Ozone pips it. Mm. No hole in your Ozone layer. And also, you know, if you're going to only download 15 plugins, you're going to have to have a mastering plugin in there. I guess. I prefer Ozone Image a free version to the fancy multi-band one. Oh, really? Simpler to use, yeah, man. That's fair enough. Sometimes you just want to boost width. You just want to boost that width, bruv. Yeah, know man. What I'm so let's move on. Mm. I'm, I'm keeping vocal synth for now. Obviously, man, Pro-Q. Oh, hell yeah. Pro-Q, yes. you got to love it. I mean, you know, it is just an EQ at the end of the day, but it's oh, not just an EQ. There's no such thing as just an EQ, James. Uh, Diva is in there. Um, yeah, I guess that's fair enough. It's it's kind of that feels like the cream of the virtual analog crop. I'd say naturally, I had to choose a Valhalla plugin. Mm-hmm. I've gone with Valhalla Room. Mm, it's you know it's a big deal. Um, Slate Virtual Mix Rack. Yes, because there's got to be some analog emulation in here. I guess yeah, and I, I I'd call it I'd call it the pinnacle. And you also get all the other Slate stuff when you buy that. I could have gone for some UAD stuff, but the way Universal Audio work it is that each one is its own plugin. And so, like, I can't say, like, yes, this really processor-intensive... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure some of them are totally amazing, but, yeah. And you have to have specific hardware to run them, and... I'm not a fan of that hardware being used as a dongle thing now, man. It's like, there's no... there's. You know, I think hardware accelerated shiz was fair enough in the noughties. Uh, I think now it's not as, you know, it's just it's just hardware protection. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think you're right. And finally, Cable Guy Shaper Box. Oh, I think it's pretty damn fine. And there's a hell of a lot you can do with it that you can't do with many other things. I, I mean, I guess if there's no, like, LFO tool in there or whatever. Well, or... There, sure, but LFO tool doesn't do as much by yeah, any Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, totally. I mean, it's looking a bit long in the tooth these days. Cable Guys, Shaper Box does a lot, and uh, the presets are pretty cool as well. You can just mess around with them, and there's a lot of a lot of shaping going on to various effects. A lot so of boxing as well. I'm sticking that one in. So that's that's the entire list. I think we got through it, but... You might be right to take out OTT and put contact in. But let me tell you why I decided against contact. Okay. Contact got updated to version 6, right? Mm. Hardly anything changed. Mm. Well, hardly anything changed for the end user. 
Mm, yeah, for the end user. I'm sure there's a bunch of bloody playgrounds and builder environments and tools and shit. Mm-hmm. But it looks really old still. I don't know. Uh, for me, it's not the look of... Actually, do you know what? When you open up and have a look inside it... Yeah, it when you start opening panels... I mean, yeah. the, the interface of all the contact instruments look great and everything. Mm. But when you open it up, you just don't know what the hell you're doing. And there's a bunch of weird, crappy, pixelated text. And not that that should be the mark of a good plugin, but I want to be able to use my sampler, you know? Yeah, I mean, I always use the built-in live samplers now. Uh, and if I wanted to do something a bit more interesting, i tell you what, I'd use Tal Sampler over contact mains, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you're just doing standard run-of-the-mill sampling, right? Mm, well, create quote-unquote creative sampling, yeah. Mm. I said I got Diva in there, yeah? You did get Diva in there, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my list as it stands. It may have a couple of tweaks, or it may wait until next year to tweak it. But I, I do... I, I'm taking this pretty seriously, actually. Oh, really? It was originally just some article, mm. but I just thought, yeah, I want this to be good. Because when you look online, there aren't that many lists of the best plugins. There'll be like best synths, best mm. uh, best this kind of plugin, best EQ, best compressor. But I want a big like, these are the best plugins, yo. So where is the discussion on this article going to take place? Or is it going to be posted? Are people going to be able to comment on it? I don't What's think there'll happen? be that much. I think I guess it will be when it ends up somewhere else. There probably won't be that much discussion, but anyone reading it will have strong opinions. You should make a video of this and put it on YouTube so that people can fight to the death in the Maybe. comments. Maybe. That's a good idea. I, I also got some honourable mentions at the end just to placate people. Oh, okay. Uh, I got what one, a two, cop out. Three, Carry four, on. Five, six, seven honourable main mansions. Mansions. Neither mansions. of us can speak today. What's going on? No man. man. Uh, okay, Akisonus Regroover. It's so uh, hard right now. Yeah, it's fine. I wouldn't actually use it for anything, but yeah, sure. Fab filter Pro C. Yep, I use that, and I love Pro R as well. I've got mm. to say, I'd, I'd still take a Valhalla and multiband. Um, yeah, I was nearly going to do Pro MB, and the reason I didn't is because I reckon because of this Pro Q3 with the dynamic mm. uh, dynamic bands, I think Pro MB is going to be less relevant. Boom, how'd you like that? I'm sorry, I totally zoned out. What's going to make it less relevant? <laughs> <laughs> Pro Q now has dynamic bands, right? <gasps> yes, it does. So do you really need Pro MB? For some things, yeah. Oh, I don't know, mate. <sighs> uh, Vengeance Sound Avenger. Uh oh okay yeah cool I mean honorable mention yes mm. top of the top maybe not mm. uh thorn thorn really yeah you don't like it that much um it's fine it's old as fuck it's not and... old as th- th- Thor huh <laughs> yeah think, it is. are you thinking of propeller head Thor yes thorn. Oh, which one's Thor? Dem- Dimitri Shess. Dimitri Shess, yeah. We did a, a video on it. Oh, God. In this podcast. Oh, well, yeah, whatever, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember Thornton being uh, fine and cool. Yeah. <laughs> fine damning, and damning cool. it with fake praise there. Tim Kent. It's cool and good. Um, sausage fattener. Oh, man. Bro. Okay, okay. No, that's fair enough. I mean, I don't use it myself, but it's. You know, it's it's you know a it's meme a at this stage. Even it's, it's an enigma. It's um, you don't see that many people using it these days, but 
it had mate, its... Mate, I bet all the Fruity Loops kids are making EDM are still bang on it, mate. Yeah. Uh, reveal sounds Spire. I like Spire. And I got to get a Sound Toys one in there, but I wouldn't put them as the top. I went for Echo Boy. Decapitator could have been up there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Decapitator is a big deal. Well, here's the thing, Tim. Mm. Doing this whole list did make me realise... I don't think there is a definitive delay plugin. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but I don't think there is like a definitive delay plugin. Well, no, I don't think there is because it's... Why not? Uh, because some delays are clean, some delays are dirty. I like a nice clean delay, so uh -huh. I just uh -huh. use delay in Ableton Live 10.1. Uh -huh. um, if I wanted something a bit doity, I might go for audio thing. Is it outer space, is it? Yeah. But I don't really anymore. I used to use quite a lot of uh, own boys back mm -hmm. in the day. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that the Valhalla delay might become like the industry's go-to delay. Is that new? It's new. Okay. But, uh, it's so new that it's not there yet. Or has it been delayed? <sighs> mm. uh, but yeah, it was interesting to find like, yeah, I could choose an EQ. I could choose a compressor if forced to. And a lot of the... Like, Ozone has those things in it. I mean, I think you made a good choice with Echo Boy uh, because it has these, all these, like, because the thing is, most delays, you're basically just choosing a delay time and mm. a feedback level. Yeah. Um, with, uh, with Echo Boy, you've got, like, a bunch of different, like, soundy modes. I don't know how they work. Yeah, I can't true. remember how, like, what the tech is behind it, but you can get a wide variety of sounds out of it. So I think probably if you wanted to delay to cover all your bases, that would be a good one. Yeah. Um, but I, I still think I think the uh, opportunity is open for someone to come along with uh, the definitive delay. Who do you think would do that? Or could do that? Oh, man. Um, uh, mm. Basically anyone. That's the thing. Do you know what? I think FabFilter should sack off Timeless oh, yeah. and come up with a new delay. Pro-D. <laughs> yeah, baby. Or pro-pro-pro-pro-pro-prod. Prod me with that D. Pro-pro-pro-pro-pro-pro-pro-pro. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they probably should sack off timeless. It's great and everything, but all it's delays are great. All delays are great. That's the thing. It's fiddly, mate. They should make one that is slightly less fiddly. Mm. Mm. I don't think it, it makes sense to have that many modulation options in a delay. Call me crazy. <laughs> I think it does, but options not mm. things that you have to do or not things that cloud mandatory delay <laughs> parameters that you must use are there any plugins that you would add to that list that aren't already there um i mean nexus has been very popular not you know has not, been in the past not something that i use particularly uh i mean like there wasn't any FM in there. I love FM. I like FM8, even though it's old AF now. I mean, there are synths in there that can do FM. Mm, I would have liked... Yeah, the thing is, there's a big difference between a synth that can do FM and FM a synth that is, you know, a proper FM synth. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, Omnisphere covers a lot of bases for me personally. Um, I really like that uh, RX950 thing I mentioned. I know I you think do, it is but it's just, brilliant. it's just, what is it? It's just a saturator, right? Basically, yeah. I mean, 
I can't put just a little saturator in. Mm, the can't best, you? One can't of you, the James? Best plugins in the world. Can't you? Also, an <laughs> SIR standard clip, bruv. I know you like you clipping. On everything, name. Yeah, if you could only have fifteen. Pl- uh, no, you, those. No, these are the ones I would choose if I could only uh, have fifteen plugins. Yeah, but do you reckon if the world, the, oh, everyone the in the world, world could have fifteen plugins to share? Well, no, because the world isn't as good as me. So you know. Uh, mm, uh, mm, take your esoteric plugins and get the fuck out of here. Get on my level, James. Isotope released Neutron 3. Yeah, baby. Took me by surprise, even though they do this every year, every practically. Year. Yeah. yeah, it didn't take me by surprise, because last time we I was here recording a podcast with you, mm. as I walked away, I looked at my phone, <gasps> uh, wasn't hit by a car, but I did <laughs> have an email. Okay. Email asking me to uh, take a advanced copy of Neutron 3 and uh, do an article about it. Oh! And um, I did so. Mm. And I basically, a few days before it was released, I had a a pre-release version. Mm. And I was generally disappointed. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. So we got a lot to talk about for hours and hours. Oh, my God. Well, tell me all about it, bro. Okay, so it wasn't you in Neutron. Uh, Do you remember the tracker system where you basically click it and it will... Or listen to your the track that it's on, and it will automatically set a bunch of starting points, EQ settings, compression settings, exciter settings, get them ready for you. Yeah, man, the machines are taking over. I'm not feeling it. So that has been sort of overhauled. Okay. It's now two sections. It's got that section, which does the thing to the track, mm. although the marketing makes it sound like it does it to the entire mix. I don't think it does. Mm. the other section is balance assistant which so if you've been falling over a lot then you can (laughs) you know do some yoga and stand up properly (sighs) if you've got a neutron or a similar isotope plugin neutron component on every track you can click the balance assistant and it will listen to your entire track you also select like a focal point for your mix. Like you might say the bass is the one that I, is the most crucial mm. element. And it will adjust all the faders, the output faders of all the neutrons. Okay. Based on everything that it's hearing. Mm. Okay. I tried this on a few tracks and not a single one sounded good. Oh dear. Uh, I... Like I gotta say, I haven't like put it through its complete paces. This isn't like an official review. I've just this is just a mess around. This is just chatting shit on the internet, bro. Yeah, but it didn't work very well at all for me. Everything that I tried to do with it, it didn't work properly. Uh, all the mixes came out really t- quiet. I think there was something in a PDF at some point. Like my mixes are coming out really quiet. What's going wrong? Mm. And I didn't delve too deeply into that. <laughs> wow, it sounds like you've really done a fantastic job. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, this shouldn't be happening. You shouldn't just get quiet mixes and have to read a PDF. That's a bad piece of software. Well, you can just turn up the freaking gain on the master, surely. No, it wasn't every single track that went down, though. Oh, man. It was just um, some of the tracks went way down mm. and others stayed way up. Oh, God. So I'm sure that... There is a way to make it perform better. Mm. But my experiences with it so far have been dodgy as. 
Um, I don't think this artificial intelligence mixing and EQing shizzle is ready for prime time, James. And no. even when it is, like it was we in... have precious, we have precious few choices in our life, James. I think one of them is being able to fuck up your own mixes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're potentially. I mean, I, I liked what it was doing in version two. I'm just not a fan of what it's doing now. Um, there is also a new sculptor module, uh, and basically those two things are the new things. Now, if you go on their website, they'll be like, hey, check this out. We've got this new thing and this new thing and this new thing and this new thing. But most of those are just things they already had. Yeah, right, right, right. So the the real hot take is they have done this balance assistant thing and they have added a sculptor module. Everything else in the list of bullet points is very minor. Uh, yeah, it feels like maybe they shouldn't have brought out a Neutron 3 this year. Yeah, it feels like people would probably respect them a lot more if they took a year off and said, it's not ready yet. Although they wouldn't get that cash. I know it's all about capitalism's quest for profits and everything else is secondary. It's a shame. because I mean, I, I should stress I haven't used Neutron 3 myself, um, so I don't, I don't know what I'd think of it. But... Um, I really like Neutron too. Mm. Um, I liked it too, and I, I don't see many reasons to upgrade. This sculpture is kind of cool. Mm. What's it do again? It basically... Uh, Sculpts. One, one way to put it is that it emphasizes um, the characteristic parts of a track. So if something's bass heavy and has a nice mid-range, it'll emphasize those things and leave it. Oh, God, out. just let me do my own freaking mix or whatever. In order what? to do that, it works like a... Uh, many multiband compressors. Oh, no, 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 no. I'd, I'm not a big fan of putting multibands on masters anyway, mm. um, though I have very strong opinions about that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. This is, just, this is just me messing with it for like a couple of hours and uh, in order to write a quick article about... You know what's going to happen is it's going to become incredibly popular and it's going to become the de facto mixing tool for the next 50 years. That's what's going to happen now now that we've uh, voiced our displeasure with it. And people will say, you're still on version 2. Oh, God, what an idiot. Anyway, watch out for it. Okay, look, demo it if if you wanted to buy it. But it's, yeah, it's not been massively impressive to me so far. James, tell me straight, have they effed up the multiband transient shaper? I don't think they've done anything to them. Thank God. Because uh, that's all I use, to be honest, and it's brilliant. That's still still fine, and you can still get the individual plugins with the advanced version. Oh, I do love those individual plugins, man. Anyway, I don't want to go too deep on this because, you know, this is not a review and I haven't used it for hours and hours and hours. Mm. But yeah, first signs are looking a bit disappointing. Well, I guess this is the sort of thing where we'll have to see how things develop. Yeah, I think basically, like you say, they've made a rod for their own backs trying to update the software every year. And, um, it's just not necessary, man. Like technology doesn't move that quickly. Yeah, it's like if uh, if you force a band to make an album every year, they're gonna start making shit albums. Yeah, mate, they're gonna end up like Travis. Okay, James. Nothing has happened to me in the past two weeks, uh, apart from I've got two things to tell you about. Okay. Uh, one. 
My Sonic the Hedgehog slippers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me a hot update. I, I was kind of like not, not really it? feeling them. I think they're pretty good, actually. Let's hope this happens to Neutron 3, basically. Um, I feel like they are actually good and they're comfy. I'm wearing them right now and I don't want to take them off. So you've grown into them. Are they still... <laughs> yeah, man, my feet have got a lot bigger. Are they still plasticky and dodgy? No, they feel really nice, Are actually, they comfy? Man. Yeah, they feel good. Do they have a solidity to the sole? No, not really. Mm, but they are slippers, so it doesn't matter that much. No, they feel they feel nice, I th- and they, I think they're good summer slippers because they don't they only really cover your toes and a bit more in the front of your foot. Generally, I can't imagine wearing them in winter. Do they make you run faster? How, well, I don't run. This is the thing, James. I will not run for any reason. There is no reason good enough to make me want to run. And this is why I'm always 15 minutes early for public transport. <laughs> so, yeah, they won't make me run faster, no. I see your dejected-looking old slippers are still under the desk where you left them two weeks ago. Well, this is the thing, mate. When it comes to wintertime, I'm going to need a bit more coverage. And depending on my financial situation, I might not be able to afford <laughs> yet another pair of slippers. Yeah, you got to vacuum pack those things and just save them, save them like nuts for the winter. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, my winter is all about consuming the nuts that i've stored in my cheek pouches over the summer <laughs> so um so yeah so that's i like it when you get a bit of a quality merchandise do you know what i'm saying yeah so, so do i but is this one of those times yeah i'm happy i'm cool. happy with them okay well that's really good for I you f- man oh uh, yeah it is thanks well i felt like i didn't want people to think that you know they couldn't have the sonic the hedgehog slippers of their dreams and we don't want to get sued by some clothing company they can tr- no don't try and sue us actually look Look, no one try and sue us. We've got no money. Those, and we certainly don't have time to get it to court. Those slippers are looking so good, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> it look, they look like they're fresh out of the brilliantly made packaging. Yeah, well, they didn't actually come in any packaging. I mean, yeah, they just came in this. Up, oh, okay. Up, <laughs> um, and that's it for me, buddy. I mean... Very little else interesting has happened. Oh, apart from, I very nearly finished. <laughs> he nearly died. I very, I very nearly died. And it was the best moment of my life. <laughs> uh, no, I very nearly finished some music, would you believe? Okay. So I've got... Um, you got right to the end, but you deleted it. Do you, no, do you know what? So I had four tracks that I was working on. Um, I thought, I thought... You were working on four tracks? I was working on four tracks. Okay. And I was like, these are all amazing. I'm a genius. Everyone else is stupid. Yeah. Uh, That's the feeling I get most of the time. And then I had to, then I listened back to it and I'm like, this is so bad. (laughs) I I have, like, literally, I began to question my sanity. Um, So I've been two of them. But the other two sound all right. So... um, Do you think that's what Aphex Twin always feels when he when he was back in his heyday of coming out with crazy new shit no because he put loads of music out but he probably made a lot more music than me Mm. uh and it was better and he was probably using a four track as well he was probably doing all kinds of crazy shit man um but like the thing is i feel like i have like the thing is basically 
I have this platonic idea of a piece of music, James. So it's not, I'm not like most artists where they're going to make a bunch of songs that sound different. <laughs> I just want to make the ideal version of what I consider to be the best kind of music. So, you, it's, so it's a lot harder for me than for Aphex Twin. It's not just cookie cutter. It's developing oh, no, it, no, the it's, cookie cutter. It is exactly, yes. Perfect <laughs> That's a very cutter. good, very, very good. But did you say the cookie cutter? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no no okay well that's that's what it sounded like to me um so yeah so basically i have a you know writing music's a lot harder for me um and i should be rewarded for it (laughs) what do you think about that uh no okay i haven't heard any of these so oh, and, i can't tell you and you won't mate and you yeah. won't and like to listen and to no them, one ever will and yeah oh no you never will and uh, to listen to them you think wow tim's made some more music that sounds exactly the same as all this other stuff and it probably took him about five hours it didn't it took a fuck of a long time and it takes <laughs> a long time to make music this generic can't you just copy and paste the same thing in and just make a couple of tweets? no this is the thing you've got to have it start entirely from scratch but get to exactly the same point and it's loads of work you're really making it easy for yourself aren't you what if it was easy it wouldn't be fun yeah it's like super mario brothers 3 mate you know what i'm saying yeah it's got to be it's got to be relentlessly hard it's got to be just soul destroying and make you want to take your own life yeah well anything for your art eh oh you know i'm all about the art baby So, Tim. Yes. There are times in this world, they don't happen often. Mm. But sometimes the mainstream media gets, gets a hold of a music technology story. Oh, my God. Have I missed this? Is this something I've missed? Well, kind of. But they end up, obviously, butchering it and saying a bunch of ridiculous stuff that isn't real or true or is out of context. Oh my god, what has happened? Have a look at this news story. Okay. Am I clicking something? Uh, yeah. What? Uh. This is The Telegraph. Oh, brilliant. This is where I get all my music tech news from. The headline here, return of real to real as musicians reject digital for better sound of dated technology. Mm-hmm. So real to real is coming back, Tim. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. We're all going to be using it. And also the better sound of dated technology should have massive freaking quote marks around it. Yeah. Uh. Shall I read it to you? Yes. It began with vinyl and cassettes closely followed. But now reel-to-reel tape decks have joined the analogue revival and are making a comeback Mm. as musicians reject new technology for the unbelievable sound of classic (laughs) machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pop stars... Get get ready for this. Okay. Pop stars including Lady Gaga, (gasps) Florence and the Machine, (gasps) and Tame Impala (gasps) have all recorded albums through the dated technology for a warmer sound. Okay. See, you know what happened there? Lady Gaga was just in the studio chilling out and she said, Hey, you know what we need? Mm. 
We need the data town of tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. This this mixdown isn't quite saturated enough. Yeah. I think it needs to have a, a different low frequency response to the high frequency response. Maybe something on like 7.5 inches per second. Mm, of course. Now, obviously, as Lady Gaga, I could get you his satin or some kind of IK multimedia tape tape modeling plugin. Mm. But what I prefer to do, Mr. Mix Engineer, who doesn't know what he's doing, is <laughs> um, to get a real reel-to-reel tape machine. Sure. And the same thing happened with Florence and the Machine. Mm. And the same thing with Tame Impala. Yeah, yeah. They're all into tape. I'm sure they really are. Um, the, my question is, who cares? The Telegraph go on to say... Oh. Searches for vintage tape machines on second-hand websites have also increased by a quarter in the last six months. <laughs> what? A quarter? That's a skyrocket. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, there used to be, like, six months ago, there were eight searches. Yeah, yeah. Now there's ten. <laughs> Holy fuck. Once associated with the 1940s and the tones of Bing Crosby. Really? The clunky machines with their iconic <laughs> dual wheels are now a staple in modern modern recording studios. Oh yes, I'm sure they are. And all star Mark all star music producers like Mark Ronson are leading the trend to create amalgamated sounds that haven't existed in the past. What? What, what does that mean? It means nothing. Oh, to me. great, wicked. Oh, fucking news media, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is very annoying. Um. I'm sure people who've got too much time and money on their hands would love to record some stuff onto tape and it'd be a massive pain in the ass, and it would sound a bit knackered and old and but it would quite degrade nice. after 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, nah, digital's amazing. Yeah, digital's uh, fucking awesome. Digital is the shit. Uh, Anyone who's not uh, into digital is just a digital denier. Exa- exactly, mate. Like this is the thing. Um, if you've got if you've got time to record to tape, you are the bourgeois elite, basically. You have got too much goddamn time on your hands, frankly. When, um, when... And the, the the creative possibilities of digital, James, oh. are so. Oh. So wait, there should be a news story saying, "Hey, everyone, did you know that digital recording technology exists and it's amazing?" Telegraph. When nearly 13 million people in the UK are estimated to rely upon virtual assistants, virtual assistants like Amazon Echo, mm. for streaming their music in 2019, are they? <laughs> others, <laughs> others are rewinding to simpler times, favouring vinyl and cassette tapes whilst dipping their toes in reel-to-reel. Who the fuck is dipping their toes no, in reel-to-reel? No, no one is. No one is. No one I know is doing this. Uh, I haven't heard of anyone doing this. Uh, David Denyer, who is, conveniently, the editor of the reel-to-reel oh, Rambler yeah. blog mm. and luxury hi-fi expert, had this to say. Mm. We talk about the vinyl revival, and I would be surprised if reel-to-reel <laughs> is 1% of the vinyl market now. Mm. Yeah. It is tiny, but it is growing at a phenomenal rate if you measure percentages. Yeah. 25%, they said earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. This, let me blow your mind here, Tim. I blow it. It's never going to happen. No, it's not going to happen, mate, because reel-to-reel is a pain in the ass, and it's it's just so inconvenient. And it's like, how much... How much, quote-unquote, better is Real Trill going to sound than, say, vinyl? Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Audio is a really messed up field. Hang on. Read this bit about this... (laughs) 
German design company. Because this is comedy gold. Mate. Oh, yes. Okay, get ready for this, everyone. Because okay. Tim is going to shock you. Oh, God, no. I thought you were going to read this. Okay. Like, okay, so, so, what they're, so the setup for this is there aren't any... If, there haven't been any new tape machines on the market in 15 to 20 years. Obviously. Except for new ones by this company who have obviously got in touch with the Telegraph because they wanted a new story written. Yeah, nice. Good PR. However, that changed when German design company... <clears throat> Ballfinger. <laughs> Ballfinger. <laughs> He's Un- got balls. Balls <laughs> on the end of his fingers. Unveiled a brand new tape machine in 2017. The company's luxury t- technology, costing on average how much? 10 grand. Set a new standard, according to Mr. Yeah. Denier, who's new, not in their pocket. Yeah, yeah. A new standard for self-indulgence. Oh, well oh, done. Oh, mate. I fucking slayed them. <laughs> it was really applaudable. Oh, yeah. Well done. You're making a product for people who were too fucking... Thick. Oh, oh, God. Sorry, I'm just getting too angry, James. Carry on. There are other people working on them and companies buying up old machines and using the framework to build new machines, Mr. Denier added. Yeah, this, this is a giant load of bullshit, mate. <laughs> uh, you know what's not bullshit? <laughs> what? Ball finger. Ball fingers. Mate, okay, let's buy a £10,000 tape machine, James. Why don't we buy an emulation of a ball finger okay. <laughs> for 100 quid? I think, uh, mate, I got my Waves J37 for 30 squids, mate. Mm, 29 even. It's, well, yeah, I mean, close enough. Um, and it's pretty good. I mean, it's not going to sound exactly like tape. Or a ball finger. But God damn it, who are these people who got to, like, oh God, I wish I could just sit down and listen to a record, let alone hook up a freaking tape to a real, real tape machine. God damn it. And do you know what's more annoying is? And, and another thing. And another thing. I've been putting off buying Technics decks for like literally the last 25 years basically whatever because i can't afford them who are these goddamn bourgeois arseholes spending 10 grand on freaking tape machine technology they're not going to use let's face it no one's going to use this shit if you've got that much money you're going to be off doing the fucking cocaine ski fucking holidays with all of your au pairs or whatever do you know what i'm saying (laughs) well put tim yeah Uh, i'd also like to add how long is it until we see someone walking down the street with two reel-to-reel sticking out of their bag? Oh, mate. And some Beats headphones on. Well, hey, if you're going to be working in Stokes Croft, uh, you may well see that, mate. That's the mm. uh, that's the tragedy. Um, yeah, so do you reckon this was a PR, PR thing? I reckon it's PR from... Ballfinger! <laughs> yeah. Oh, should we have a look at the comments? Oh, yeah, let's have a look. There's 21 comments. Oh, there's 21 comments. Read some out. After 71 years, with over 55 years of music work, I know one thing. Digital is a very, very bad copy to analogue as well for music (laughs) as for photographics. Keith Perron is right about pro-analogue recording stuff. Niagara and Revox, Studa, Ampex is the absolute top end but the end sound is also the amp and the speakers if you oh, okay, 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 okay. Fuck this, go, this goes on with for many many paragraphs of n- stuff that isn't english oh stuff that by you know what there are two types of people in music tim yeah there are real people and there are people who call themselves audiophiles yeah oh, mate seriously man um yeah 
no, this is winding me up too much to uh, to look at it any further. Okay. I'm afraid, James. Anyone else? Let, let's let's do a let's do a right wing YouTuber style look through the comments. Okay. The reality is, however state of the art and expensive the equipment is, which is used to produce the original recordings, the people who listen to them will inevitably u- be using mass-produced players, which are affordable for home use. Mm. Yeah, those fucking proletarians. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is is no hope that the speed of a turntable for playing vinyl will match exactly that on which it was produced. Mm -hmm, Really? mm -hmm. There's no, you can't, you can't possibly temper oscillation in simple harmonic motion to reproduce an exact frequency. Well, there's it's gonna, impossible, isn't it? There's going to be some kind of uh, thing, but not perhaps not notable to the freaking human ear. If you basically. can reference a sine wave at 440 hertz or one kilohertz to another sine wave at one mm. kilohertz, you can get th- you can get 33 RPM oh, pretty man. fucking easily. I was just saying to someone yesterday, James, that CD is an underrated format. Perhaps the king of formats. And do you know why? I, no, I, uh, what uh, about the mini disc, man? No, mini disc is uh, lossy. Oh. CD is lossless. Mm. It is absolutely freaking fine for the human ear. You would need, you know, you would need an absolutely amazing setup to be able to tell the difference between 16-bit and 24-bit mm. and 44.1 kilohertz and 96 kilohertz or whatever. This is, and we're not, you know, you're not going to see people running around with freaking disciplines or whatever because it's, because it's the medium isn't the fucking bottleneck in the fucking chain or whatever of getting that fucking true signal to your ears, goddammit. Oh, these... And, like the things people might like the sound of stuff that's been recorded tape. That doesn't mean it's accurate. Yes, oh. exactly. It is not accurate. It is inaccurate. And that's why it sounds, quote unquote, good. Yes, or better or nice or whatever. Digital is true and correct yeah yeah i mean like look and that's why it sounds bad to some people yeah sure 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 idiots um but like the thing is it was like it would be nice if we could all listen to like real surreal machines all day i'm sure it would be lovely or whatever you know probably not as good as listening to a cd but hey it doesn't matter um but, but no one can afford this shit. It's bullshit. No one's got any goddamn money james everyone's skin and they're selling 10 grand real real tape machines from Ballfinger. Well, these people in the comments seem to have a lot of money, and uh, they seem very gammony to me. Yeah, they, well, mate, it's the Telegraph, bro. Yeah, yeah. What, what are they saying about they, it on the Canary website? <laughs> <laughs> they have certainly stoked up the the class hatred that they wanted to with this ball finger off. I know they're just they're just dividing us. This is what they want to do, mate. This is what the elites want to do. <sighs> I don't want to think about the Daily Telegraph. I certainly don't want to think about anyone spending 10 grand on a tape machine. I just want to kick back and listen to some MP3s run through my Waves J73 plugin. Well, Tim, we talked about a lot of bullshit today. We certainly did, mate. I enjoyed it. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. 
Like this, this hair. <laughs> Would you take that away from me, please? Oh, I was thinking I might actually delete the bit of the, this episode where I shaved your chest. But I'll, oh, see if I, I think leave you it should in. leave it in there, man. People want to know about that stuff. Yeah, it was. We did have a musical reason behind it, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe mm-hmm. people will never find out. Well, everybody, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it, James? Say yes. Yes, I had an intensely passionate time. Okay, look, I've got proper work to get on with, not this BS. So let's just get out of here all right we will catch up with you in about two weeks time can you imagine yeah hopefully we'll be less angry i mean i don't know what's going on i wonder wonder what the world would be like in (laughs) two weeks time yeah well maybe we'll have a new prime minister mate Mm -hmm. Uh, well we will have a new prime minister in fact well we can talk about that on the podcast yeah so yeah you're looking forward to a kind of uninformed (laughs) but intensely angry political debate check us out in a couple of Weeks. Don't worry, I'll be fine with it. Tim will be angry. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Bye.